0: Gunther is your new longest reigning intercontinental champion. The judgment day continue to take over the WWE Seth Rollins and Shinsuke continue to go at it on raw as well as the bloodline. Is it going off the rails? Is Jimmy in? Is Jimmy out? Who the fuck knows, man? Is there a bloodline or <laughs> is there a bloodline? Is he really in? Like what's going on? Where's Roman Reigns? Is he on vacation? Is he sipping pina coladas? Who the fuck knows, man? Um EO Sure or EO Sky and Asuka in a potential match coming up, as well as LA Knight, where finally he is getting the push that he have sh- that he should have gotten. Over the last seven months, but beggars can't be choosers. All of that and a whole lot more to discuss. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. And whenever you are tuning into this video, my name is James Porcelli. I'm Brian Thomas. And welcome to another episode of Ruthless Talk. <laughs> Happy Saturday to those who are watching this on Saturday. And if if not, I hope you guys are having a great weekend, whether you're watching this Saturday, Sunday, or hell, even Monday. Um, As I know, a lot of people are excited, especially in the sports world. Football is officially back. The first (laughs) official game started this past Thursday between the Lions and the Chiefs. You got uh, college football today, and you got NFL football the first week of the season starting tomorrow so that's going to be a whole lot of fun i know a lot of people are into that and all of that jazz so but yeah hopefully everybody's enjoying their weekend um and all of that good stuff so obviously you guys know from that cold open that little teaser today we are talking both monday night raw and uh smackdown from this past week smackdown being last night and monday and uh raw being this past monday now I know a couple days ago, and I want I to kind of just kind of clear the air uh, on something before we do get started with Monday Night Raw. Um, I know I stated, I believe this was on the Payback review as well as um, the All In, when we talked about AW All In just a couple days ago, um, I made a statement about going to Monday Night Raw this past week. Um, that was in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is where we do these podcasts. This is our in, ho- in our hometown in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and unfortunately, that did not happen because your boy was tested positive for COVID. Fucking um, COVID. Your boy feel like absolute shit, especially on that Saturday and Sunday um, from this past week. And unfortunately, I was unable to attend that event. It sucks. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, man, so that's kind of like how things kind of played out. Cause I know a lot of people, I'm sure we're expecting a lot of content, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff within the, uh, w- within the walls of the spectrum center and, and all of that fun jazz. But yeah, that's pretty much kind of what happened. It was very, very just, you know, if you guys know COVID man, just, it, it just comes and it goes and it's a frick. It's like a, it's like a frickin' fly. that just like, you <laughs> know, flies above your face. It's just like, and it, it bothers the living crap out of you and that us that's what happened to me and then not only did I was tested I had a bunch of freaking symptoms. However, your boys feeling pretty good today. Finally I was tested negative yesterday. Um so thankfully all of that is uh is at least for you know <laughs> for the time being, you know, COVID is in the rearview mirror um with uh, with all that stuff but uh but yeah, it's unfortunate it is what it is. I would have loved to attend the event. It would have been my first televised event in quite some time. But, you know, there'll be other events, there'll be other um, you know, shows Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and I'm sure we'll be in the Carolina area. So, but wanted to make that sh- make that clear as well as you know, don't worry about me. Your boy is fine. Trust me. Like I said, I was tested negative yesterday. Um, symptoms are done. All of that stuff is done. So hopefully, hopefully that shit is all in the past. So uh, just wanted to clear the air on that.
1: So just real quick, next next time they come around, man. Even like at this point, like you know, of course Raw and SmackDown, but man like you and I, we got to get to a house show, man. That's I, I, yeah. really, I haven't been to a house show in God knows yeah. how long. So
0: absolutely. I'm sure there's yeah. going to definitely be some house shows, shoot, whether it's, you know, WWE, AEW, I'm sure you're definitely, I'm sure there'll definitely be a house show, maybe a televised event at some point. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, for sure, man, that's something that's definitely, definitely on our bucket list, uh, yeah. for, for me as well as Brian, as, uh, as the team that we are to, to attend one of these events together. But, uh, Um, only soon, you know, soon I'm sure it'll happen sooner rather than later, uh, for sure. But but let us finally dive into the show. So before we get into SmackDown, uh, let us talk uh some Monday Night Raw. So our first topic, and this is this is very, very brief, but I feel like we have to bring this up. Um and it kind of ties into into a topic that we're gonna discuss later on for SmackDown. Uh, but I have to start off with the Miz. (laughs) <laughs> I have to start off the Miz and his Miz, Miz TV segment um, coming out. And his special guest was John Cena. You, you know, John Cena's music hits. The Invincible <laughs> Man, right? He comes out as music. Well, as we thought he was going to be coming out, um, his music hits and everything. The freaking, the camera... Like panders onto the stage and it's like running back and forth like John Cena would do when he's when he makes his his entrance and running back forth. However, you can't see him, right? <laughs> and it was just abs. And then he it rushes the camera rushes into the ring like John Cena like would rush into the ring. It's like he's fucking invincible, right? It, like his whole shtick, guys. It was it was fucking hilarious, man. And I, and I'll even go a step further. Like the Miz as of late has just been. The if not one of, if not the best, most entertaining spots of Money Night Raw over the past several weeks. I mean, this dude, and I've said it for months, I've said it for years, he is very underappreciated. Mm. And this dude has talent that I think people have really have just forgotten over the last several weeks and months because of how he's being booked. Sure, he plays a really good comedy shtick, but man, when this dude is serious. And when he does, you know, do a little bit of comedy stuff like he did this past Monday, it's fucking gold, man. The Miz has been running sure. on all cylinders, and it was fucking awesome. He has a discussion with John Cena, like he's legit in the ring. Um, it, it's guys, it's it's fucking beautiful. He has like a legit a physical altercation, like he's shoving John Cena. Guys, he hits Cena with an invincible skull-crushing finale. And, guys, it's fucking beautiful. I mean, there's really nothing else that I could really say. It was freaking gold. I mean, come on, man. Wade Barrett's on commentary like, oh, someone, he needs medical... John Cena's down, he needs (laughs) medical (laughs) attention. Come on, man. I mean, come on. I I, need an applause. Like, come on, man. That's freaking... That's freaking listen, even Brian's dog is barking here. That's how much he freaking loves it. Um it's just it's awesome, man. Um just again, just shout out to uh just shout out to the Miz, Mike Mazan and uh, I mean this we you know sometimes like I mentioned man, we we forget how talented this dude is and what he could bring to the table and it's little things like that where this dude has an imaginary conversation with John Cena to be legit the most entertaining Spot and segment of the entire show, and guys, I'm not, I'm not like sugarcoating anything. Like I'm being legit, dead serious when I say that that segment was the most entertaining part of the entire show, and it was fucking awesome. And obviously, this is continuing something with LA Knight. Uh, maybe who knows? You might see tag matches with maybe The Miz and freaking maybe Grayson Waller or freaking Austin Theory against John Cena and The Miz. Or, or excuse me, uh, LA Knight and John Cena who freaking knows, but still it's little segments like this, man, that like are not so minor to me and how, yes, it's funny. It's comedic, but it, it's not like goofy. You know, a lot of yeah. WWE, WWE, tends to do a lot of things that are supposed to be funny, but yet it's very goofy and just comes off very, just very cheesy and weird. But yeah. that, but that, that was fucking comedy gold, man. That was really awesome. Shout out to the Miz. So, uh before we get into or for before we get any further into this review brian uh i'm sure you got a lot to say in regards to that man your, your thoughts in regards to the Miz and that Miz tv segment that he uh, that he cut this past monday
1: yeah definitely entertaining um and yeah we both mentioned it before like yeah the Miz is is one of those guys who will never get <clears throat> you know the the due the respect or whatever um within the larger wrestling community um but you know, this guy, for however long it's been now, um, you know, from where he started to where he is now, you know, the the mark of like wrestling, like what other wrestlers say, like, you know, oh, he could go out and have a, a five star match or, or whatever, a great match with a broomstick. Well, that's the Miz can fall into that category, right? Right, um. So yeah, like you know, he's never been my my favorite or or anything like that. But like you said, like he you know he's kind of flipped back and forth between like irrelevant comedy shticks and whatever. But when he is given something and he's serious, he delivers, man. Like
0: absolutely, yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, going forward, if it's something with L.A. Knight or or whatever, who knows? Honestly, in my opinion, um. You know, I, I'd actually like to see it just be uh, a Cena and Miz feud. Um, you know, I, we, we know Cena's not going to be around long. Um, and coming off what Miz had been booked into previously, I think this would you know, if, if he had a, a little feud here, a couple months, a few matches against Cena, to kind of reestablish the Miz as, as that kind of heel or, or character or whatever, i think that could be really good for him um but either way you know we'll see how it goes but definitely entertaining and and the miz is you you can book it whether it's on a raw or a smackdown or a pay-per-view again if he's given something serious and and he's really sinks his teeth into it he's going to deliver um so yeah yeah shout out to him man
0: yeah absolutely no doubt and yeah we'll we'll see what uh what transpires between LA Knight as well as The Miz and and maybe does John Cena still get himself involved in this entire situation I mean who knows uh yeah. but obviously LA Knight and The Miz they're going to be having a spoiler alert they're going to be having a match uh next week on SmackDown so um you know who knows maybe if that's just another part of maybe they're going to have like another trilogy type of a match maybe that that's where they want to push this, I guess you can say this feud and and Hey, this whole thing between LA Knight and the Miz, and I've said it before, it's becoming one of the bright spots of this entire, this entire company. And that includes the bloodline and everything that they've done over the past several weeks. And it's just, you know, and that's what I mean about the Miz, you know, if you put the Miz in something that's, that can work, that's something that's captivating and something and putting him someone like with LA Knight. Mm-hmm. that obviously mm-hmm. is a guy that's perfect to put LA Knight over. And, and I understand about the whole, you know, Brian, there's been arguments about, oh, well, you know, the Miz, you know, the Miz is the one winning on the microphone because of the insults on the microphone, you know, freaking it's, it's not smart to put LA Knight against the Miz on the mic. Cause he's been, well, guys, here's the thing. No, nah. First of all, LA Knight, first of all, it's I don't know where people are, are even getting that, that the Miz is like verbally abusing or annihilating LA Knight in the microphone. Not sure yeah. where people are fucking getting that at. But other, other than two,
1: maybe just him when he dressed up as LA Knight and came out and just that one promo where it was just him. I, I maybe. guess
0: may, but, maybe I don't know, but also guys like he just beat this motherfucker at, at, at payback and that's the ultimate victory. Regardless, you know what what made La Knight weird over the last several months is that yeah he was captivating. He talked all this shit, but he just came off like a fucking clown because he would lose to people like Austin Theory. He would get rolled up. He would lose in less than two to three minutes, and that's what he's done over the past several months. And we'll get more into La Knight once we do get into SmackDown. But um, but I I I really just enjoyed what these two have been doing, and hopefully it just it it solidifies it has a nice solidifying you know cultivating mm-hmm. moment to end this entire feud la Knight can continue that momentum moving forward and the miz can once again involve him in stuff that you know tends to yes to put people over to get people over with the crowd to feel some type of a connection with that person but but for the miz and understand and i really just hope that this opens people's eyes to see that if you give the Miz something, regardless if it's a comedy shtick or or whatever it is, I believe that serious Miz is the best Miz that you can, that yeah. he, he ever has to offer. Right. But, but whatever you give him, if it makes sense, if it doesn't make him look like an actual fucking jobber or a clown, then he can, he can run with it, man. And he can elevate himself as well as the person that he's working with. And that's, how That's good. the most important part too, elevating the person he's working with. Abso- absolutely. Yep. And we of course we know like with with the Miz and he's a company <clears throat> guy and he'll be able to do that deed. So, yeah, I mean it 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 works it works well for all parties and you know the only thing left to see now is how this ends and if it ends in a very entertaining, captivating way. So, we'll see moving forward as well as next week's SmackDown to see how this kind of all all transpires uh moving forward. So, just a um,
1: quick comment before we close that out. Yeah, you, you had mentioned, like, the, the promos and, you know, the Miz getting the better of it. I mean, I, I didn't get that impression.
0: No, I, I um, didn't either, no.
1: Yeah, but, but to the bigger point, like, um, look, both of these guys can go on the microphone, no doubt. And, you know, they, and that's, especially when you get to this level, you know, or, the, or their level, you know, iron sharpens iron. So, yeah, I don't want to hear, like, oh, you know, Miz is too... Whatever he's bare, or you can't do that to LA Knight now. Fuck that! Mm-hmm. Like this is the big time, man. Like right, LA you Knight know, can do that on the microphone, and he's shown right. us that. And I have no doubt that they'll they'll trade them back and forth. But that's that's what you're supposed to do,
0: <laughs> right? Now there is there is a thing I've been hearing too before we do get into this next topic here, like LA Knight and John Cena. I've been hearing a lot of stuff about that. Now that's a, now that's a situation where I I can't get on board with putting John Cena. And La Knight together in regards yeah, to a feud because, like, listen, J- John Cena, and we've know, and like, if you want to talk about verbally, like, just going all in on somebody on the microphone, that's 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 what John Cena. Did John Cena has done that to multiple people? Roman yeah. Reigns, couple of years ago, Austin Theory, not too long ago. So, to put your two top, like I guess, say your top baby face, that is La Knight, right now, at least moving forward. To put him in with John Cena, who's supposedly p- playing the face, of course, yeah. as well as LA Knight, it just, first of all, that that in of itself doesn't make sense. And for, like, you, you keep those two separate. If you want to have them team, whatever, I, I, I feel like that that's what they're going to probably end up doing, probably starting next week. Uh, on SmackDown when Cena comes back, as they were, um, I believe mostly people from the Raw roster as well as Cena were in India um, yesterday. As there was an India, a WWE India show um, yesterday. People like Cena, Rollins, a lot of people were there. So you'll see Cena, I'm sure, next week. Um, but yeah, keep those two separate, man. It makes no yeah. sense for LA Knight, especially when he needs to continue to continue his momentum. It's going to continue to overshadow what he's doing, you know, with Cena. It just it doesn't it just doesn't make sense you know oh right. well he's getting a rub well he doesn't need the fucking rub <laughs> but you're gonna yeah. see them team anyway which is it, it's just that's the one that's just the one gripe I have out of all of this man like keep those two separate those are two that yes it may sound cool to a lot of people but that's just something that that needs to be completely far separated from one another yeah, I, agree. I just want to yeah. make that completely just want to make that that known to to everybody so. Um, up next up next we have the judgment day Um, the judgment day they were in a segment to start off our number two Um, obviously the judgment day they're dripping in gold freaking Damian Priest and Finn Balor they're your new tag champs you know they come out they say a whole bunch of shit Um, and then JD McDonough JD McDonough comes out And he, he hands Damien Priest a new briefcase. It's like, it says senior money in the bank, by the way, listen, no shade to Damien Priest, but that's, that's the most cringiest fucking thing ever. Like senior money in the bank. Like, listen, there's a reason Brian, why, why Nana and yeah, is freaking selling merchandise because it sounds cool. It's, it's, it's just, it's cool. Like senior money in the bank, like guys like right (laughs) right it's just it sounds weird it sounds cheesy like try to put that on a fucking t-shirt is that gonna sell merchandise yeah i i I wouldn't think so um so that that's just that's just fucking weird but anyway um so yeah so jd mcdonough he gives them this new purple shiny new briefcase he's like listen that briefcase has got to go because well i got you this new one and he hands him the new briefcase so jd mcdonough i mean he was a big uh A big factor in them winning those titles so i'm guessing that you know jd is gonna slowly start to earn the trust within obviously he's best friends with finn balor but earning more of the trust within damian priest rhea ripley and dominic to where eventually he does join the judgment day and Mm -hmm. then once uh, jd mcdonough joins the judgment day then that's i'm sure where we see The departure of the tag titles and really start to see the cracks forming once again within the judgment day so i i like i like that aspect and what they're trying to do it seems like that this is kind of you know furthering into jd or jd mcdonough earning the judgment day's trust and bringing him into the group at some point whenever that point is who knows but you know it seems like that that's kind of like the work that they're doing and i i like that better than Damien priest just being the one to turn or being the one that's going to be kicked out of the group and turning babyface right. because guys as much as we like damian priest him turning babyface and having jd be the new member of the judgment day and replacement of damian priest or whatever or whatever stick they want to go into like even though they have this briefcase on him, it's just Damian Priest to me is still not ready to, or nor has he really truly connect with fans to have that baby face character right now. So involving JD within the judgment day and forming more cracks with, with him in the group to me just makes more sense as opposed to him you know, causing the cracks in the bloodline outside of the group. It or the bloodline, the judgment day outside of the group. It just makes more sense in that regard. Yeah. That way Damian Priest doesn't have to, you know, forcefully turn himself babyface and have, you know, trying to connect with fans being this baby face, which he's just not ready to do yet. Even though, yes, he's tripped in gold. He's got this briefcase. He still needs he he still needs that 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 next umph. In mm-hmm. his character, he needs to continue this heel shtick before, you know, fans can really gravitate towards him and he starts to get really get cheered. Fans really start to get behind him because I don't think he's just there yet, Brian. I, I don't think he's there yet to right, where right. the fans are truly behind him. And for him to turn baby face right now, it, it just it wouldn't work. But yeah. J.D. joining the group. And forming the cracks within the faction, it just makes more sense at the end of the day. So, yes. uh, Sami Zayn, of course, came out. Um, it set up a match for later in the night. Um, I believe it was Jamie McDonough that rolled up Sami Zayn. So, Sami Zayn, and I mean, continues to insert himself into this whole Judgment Day shtick. As Kevin Owens was not there, I think he was like, I, I guess he's dealing with an injury from the match from uh, from Payback. So. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a shame with Sami Zayn. I, I, I don't know where he goes from here. It's just, you know, I, I guess, I don't know, man. It seems like, and depends well, on what it, Kevin I Owens, see with it, coming, this, man. it seems like maybe, maybe with this trade or we've been hearing discussing of this trade because of Jay Uso being a part of raw. So you know, does Cody Rhodes go over there? Does Kevin Owens go over there? Those are the only two names that kind of make the most sense in the, in that situation, um so who 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 knows man but yeah brian your 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 uh your thoughts in regard to the judgment day and jd mcdonough's involvement uh in regards to uh in regards to all this
1: yeah i i love what they're doing right now and jd mcdonough's involvement I, i've been a fan of him you know from back down in nxt so yeah I, I i like this angle they're going um i agree with you yeah it's it's not time to turn priest face and this yeah. This cracks and, and ultimately, ultimately the, you know, the, the breakup of the judgment day or if it's just Damien or whatever, like that needs more time to build and, you know, things of that nature. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm really digging it. Um, as far as the, the, the judgment day as a whole, I, you know, I think it's, it's kind of been really subtle here in the past few weeks to a month. And we can debate and, and, and go back and forth of like who is the leader of the Judgment Day or who has been and you can make the argument that it has been Rhea but right yeah. now I think even more Rhea is the leader of the Judgment Day like that's she is running that ship and kudos to her um, so yeah I, I like all that involved um, here's where like I mean again it could be good shit but you're uh, you're 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 involved in the Judgment Day, and then kind of tying into Bloodline. You still got Sammy and and KO and the tag yeah. titles. Like, oh, it's still a mess.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still so yeah.
1: <laughs> like, cause here's where I think it's going, man. Like, you're you're right. Like, damien and 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 um and Finn are gonna lose those titles. And like I mentioned before, like, I, I think KO, whether it's kayfabe or or just like he just needs a, a little bit of time off just to heal minor bumps and bruises and whatever, hmm. the people beating them for the tag titles is going to be Sammy and Jey Uso. That's who's taking it from them. Um, hmm. and, then, and then that's where you get into the, you know, so KO comes back and of course there's going to be. Oh well, like fuck, you're you're tagging with Jay now, and you're champions, and there's still that's where you're just you're you're it's just so many moving parts that uh, it it has like a real like I mean it could be great and could be awesome, but there's a much more higher probability that it's just gonna go off the rails because you're trying to tell too many. different
0: stories especially when you're trying to prolong a Jay jimmy feud for wrestlemania because that's honestly the reason why jay is even on raw is because they want to they want to they want to think that it's they want you to think that it's long-term booking when in reality it's It's a day-by-day process they don't know what the fuck they're doing (laughs) long-term they're they're like brian they're legit we make this reference all the time they're throwing baloney at the wall to see if to see if it sticks that that's what they're doing um, when it comes to Jay Uso, and, and listen, who who knows, man? Because yeah, I mean, at, at least in regards to trying to prolong Jay and Jimmy, yeah, I mean, I guess you can say that Jay's time in, on Monday Night Raw, he could be tagging with Sa- with Sami Zayn, regardless if it's for tag titles or not, he's gonna be ta- he's gonna be teaming with the dude. It's gonna yeah. be against the Judgment Day, and you're yeah. gonna see that over and over, and maybe you'll you'll throw freaking Kevin Owens. Cody Rhodes a- and a-, in in, a six-man yep. tag. Oh, 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 Brian, you're gonna see all of that shit moving yep. forward. Yep. I'm telling you. Um, so, yeah, man, it, it's. But in regard to the Judgment Day, yeah, uh, it seems like we're we're kind of like on the 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 same spectrum here that we agree that adding jd into this group or slowly having emerge into this group the more Mm -hmm. trust that he does build within the judgment day and then that's when the cracks start to form like oh like you know we lost these titles and we lost these gold ever since we brought you into the group or whatever so that seems like where it seems like it's pretty much going and we'll see um I, i like the interaction and the development in that regard but yeah brian like you mentioned and everything else at least from what the judgment day has been involved with when it comes to sane and maybe Jay in the future and Owens, it's, it's a, it's a cluster fuck man. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah. that's pretty much it. That, that's pretty much it. At the end of the day is of course, they were also involved um, on SmackDown as well last night because they're tag champs, because you know, you're ta- when you're tag champs, I guess you can just go to every single freaking brand um <laughs> that's pretty much kind of the gist there. So we we'll, I guess we'll uh we'll talk a little bit once we once we get there. But Seth Rollins he cut a promo, he pretty much called out Shinsuke to the ring and 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 pretty much asked for a match, a rematch because uh Shinsuke after the match on Payback and you know Brian, we talked about it on the Payback review. It's just like, "Oh, he loses in the most simplistic way you can possibly end a match in, in, in the way that stomp was was developed and shinsuke just freaking seems like he just no sells it and just freaking is just outside the ring and pouting like fuck i talked all this shit you know god damn it and we go off the air and i'm thinking what What the fuck are we doing however off the air shinsuke attacked rollins and i'm thinking okay so your main story your story is something that majority of your audience didn't even see live yeah so people so you so people are fucking baffled going into the show like oh there was an attack after the show or the day after the show and off the air and oh snap there was an attack after the show like wh- why why would you not put that on television is fucking baffling to me well, on the pay-per-view uh, right <laughs> on the pay-per-view yeah. exactly Yeah. So so Shinsuke comes out, you know, Rollins, he demands to have them have a rematch because of that set attack. And you know, Nakamura's like, no. And Rollins (laughs) is like, no, no. And then just go back and forth. All right, right, we could just, we can go, we 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 can do this all night long. Um, and then they ended up frickin' brawling at the frickin' uh, at the rampway. You know, Seth Rollins said more shit and they were brawling at the rampway. Ricochet got involved because Ricochet was in a backstage segment with Rollins saying like, Hey, like you're, you're beaten up, your backs effed up, like just, you know, like just, you know, let, let go. Like, you know, we can, we can take care of Shinsuke or whatever. Like, you don't have to put this company on your back or on your shoulders. And I guess you can say Rollins is kind of holding a grudge because of that. Now, um, you know, he doesn't want to let go of that spot being world champion. He wants to keep going as regardless of how shitty his back feels. Um, And yeah, after that whole brawl segment, uh, Shinsuke is in a match with, with Ricochet. So, so here's the thing, Brian, Nakamura will turn down a world title match, but he has enough time, 20 plus minutes to go in a match with, with Ricochet. (laughs) Like guys, what? uh, Anyway, uh, um, it's just, I don't know, man. It just seems weird. It's just like, so Rollins, he gets that ultimate victory. There's really nothing else that you need to get revenge on. You you beat this motherfucker, simplistically. Mm-hmm. And he does, delivers one cheap shot, a cheap shot that nobody even fucking saw in the first place. And that's the reason why we're getting a, another rematch. That's another reason why, probably shinsuke is going to lose yet again um it's just it's fucking weird man i I, it makes no i mean guys this may sound like it's nitpicking but guys like i'm just i'm just trying to connect dots here and how this fucking makes how this makes sense it's like dude you why does rollins want revenge or want just or some type of you know
1: whatever yeah
0: Yeah, against shinsuke when you fucking beat him so he like it makes and it's just 50 50 booking anyway like oh shinsuke loses oh but he oh here how dominant he is because he beat him up after the fucking match it's just like like what what are we doing it's just so weird to not even put it on the pay-per-view people are bad they don't even see that the attack and you're trying to build that up with your audience that had never fucking saw it on TV, mm-hmm. I, I, I just I don't get it, man. It had a lot of good moments. It had a lot of good moments, you know. With the you know there was you know previous attacks leading up to leading up to payback a couple of weeks ago, and now it's just like okay, the way that the match went off the air, we talked about that on the pay, on the payback review. And now, what transpired with Shinsuke? It's like Shinsuke doesn't want the match. He's like, "No, I'm not going to fight you tonight." But you'll fight fucking Ricochet for twenty minutes. Yeah, that fucking makes sense. But yeah. whatever. Um, Brian, your your overall thoughts and were uh, and what you just your thought process and all this between Shinsuke uh, Nakamura as well as Seth Rollins. Um.
1: Yeah. Well, let me start with Shinsuke. Um. Again, love that you know he had a little uh, backstage or kind of like a video package, you know, early before they came face to face. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Like when he speaks in his, his native language again, even though we don't know what he's saying if they don't put the the subtitles up there, it's just his delivery. It's it's good. Mm-hmm. Um I would even say it's something as minute as I think it's new cuz I don't I don't remember seeing it, but um, you know, his his intro, Shinsuke's, you know, same song and everything, but it starts off with that the picture behind them, which to me, it it just reminded me of like a land of the rising sun. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really a nice touch. Um, You know, going forward, like, I I guess I'm in one way, I'm glad that, you know, it's not, you know, Seth won and now it's just one of the next guys, you know, I'm glad they're, they're keeping with Nakamura here. Um, But if this turns out to be like, you know they're going to have a rematch. Like if this feud ends right with just Seth winning all the time and Shinsuke never gets the title, then it's it's it kind of like the same old shit with Shinsuke. Like here, you know, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- and then even the the bigger, again, more more dumbfounding part of it is like as soon as Seth Rollins came backstage and Ricochet is there, I, I'm like, look, I, I'm not. You know, no shade to Ricochet, but like, how the fuck are you just inserting him into main event world title picture? Right, you know, right. Just yeah. it, like what? <laughs> um, and then yeah, like to your point of like Nakamura's gonna turn down a championship match, but then go wrestle Ricochet for what?
0: <laughs> right.
1: And, and and to your point again, it was Nakamura that's lo- that lost. So why is Rollins calling him out for another match? It. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the only positive I see right now in any of this is, is Nakamura. His, his character change, you know, yeah. the little intricacies, you know, in, in character development. But like I said, if this ultimately, and I, I hate to say it because it, you know, winning the title or being the champion isn't always the end all be all, but we've yeah. been through this so many times with Nakamura that if you're just doing the same thing and he's going to lose to Rollins and then they're going to go on the separate ways, then you've kind of just, I don't want to use the term Barry Nakamura again, but like, fuck man. Like what what do you want from the guy?
0: Like what, you know? And let's say even if he wins at frickin' I guess at fast lane is when they're going to do this next match. Then like, then what was the point of just having him fucking lose the way he did at fucking payback it's like it's kind yeah. of like a it's kind of like a lose lose situation here yeah and 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 you're absolutely right like the the big positive in all of this is definitely shinsuke's character change and what he's got going on and no doubt and i don't want to like you know let 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 that be a confusion to everybody like trust me like i've been i i really enjoy Shinsuke's you know turn of events here with this character, like speaking more in his native language, the subtitles. It's 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 great. It really truly is. Like I don't want to I don't want that to be I, I don't want that to be a confusion to everybody, but still it's just the finish at payback, the whole weird interaction. It's just like, guys, it's just like they brawled at the rampway, and then after the match, Shinsuke gets disqualified. And they just keep brawling once again. It's just like, mm-hmm. that, that's that's the Triple H fucking, <laughs> that's the Triple H agenda. Let's just have just nonsensical fucking brawling. Now there's a point, now there's a, there's a, you know, a place to have those said brawls, but to just have a brawl, just to have a fucking brawl and do it nonsensically, then <laughs> right. what, the, what are we doing here? So yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, I, I again, I just hope that this whole character development, this change in character within Shinsuke just doesn't get wasted, man. Like, yeah, this is yeah. too good to just have him just lose to Seth Rollins twice and then go back to obscurity, you know? So yep. who knows, man? But I guess we'll, we'll find out moving forward um, in regards to Seth and how long he's going to hold this title for as well as Shinsuke um you know moving forward and maybe ricochet he's probably going to continue to get involved and just continue to take fucking l's yeah that freaking that logan paul feud is really doing wonders for for ricochet too yeah fuck the fuck, man, unbelievable yep. gunther versus uh chad gable uh for the intercontinental championship is that was your main event of the uh of the show um so Gunther again. Tremendous freaking match! There's, I mean, I'm not going to waste my breath talking about the match. It was tremendous. We know it's yeah. going to be tremendous. It's it's freaking Gunther and Chad Gable. um However, Gunther winning this match is the right call. I, I know we all like Chad Gable. I know we want to see Chad Gable get that moment that he's definitely deserved, and that's a thing too, Brian. There's a lot of people that say that wrestlers deserve something, right? Oh, this wrestlers, he's deserved this moment. And I hate that fucking word. Cause it's so overplayed. It's like, it's to where it's nauseating. Like, Oh, this person deserves a title shot. This person deserves, deserves a title. You shot. get a title and you right. get a title. <laughs> it's like fucking Oprah Winfrey all over. Yeah. Him. However, right. with Chad Gable, like he hasn't deserved it. He's fucking earned it. He's yep. been a guy that you can tell as, as, as badly as WWE has booked him as such to look like a complete clown with Otis and alpha Academy, you still can tell the, the connection that he has with the audience. People still cheer for yep. this dude. He still gets a tremendous reaction. This dude, they, they he he's, he's entertaining with this whole alpha Academy shtick. Fans see that regardless of how poorly he's been booked, you know, Chad Gable has been that guy that he is just fans have just gotten behind behind this dude for, for the longest time. Um, however, in this situation with Gunther and the fact that, and I completely forgot going into this match that Gunther, um, was going to excel that longest title reign. um, milestone in in his, in his reign. So I, I completely forgot. So I was thinking to myself, wait a minute, like the way they're building this up, they were talking about previous champions. They were building that whole shtick up. It's in the main event. I'm like, are they going to, are they going to give Chad Gable this title? And then I completely remembered the whole, The Intercontinental Championship title reign, like, oh, if once Gunther wins this, he's the longest reigning champ, and I'm like, okay, now it now it makes sense. Now, so as soon as I remember that, I'm like, yeah, Gunther's winning this title as he should. It was the correct call, um, and it made, and hey, it 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 made a a tremendous you know star out of Chad Gable. I mean, he, I mean, honestly, I mean, this this kind of put Chad Gable really on the map. I mean, this was a a huge main event match for him. I mean, I think this was honestly the biggest yep. match I think he's been in in his entire WWE career. I mean, a guy Probably. that was Shorty G fucking in WWE Shorty and all this other shit that he's Whoa. done like like oh yeah, man, I'm going back that yeah. far Um like this like, you know, more much more props to Chad Gable and who knows does he still become the guy to defeat Gunther? I, I don't I don't know. Um I, and I'm going to send this off to you Brian. No one guy that I honestly think that is the the guy that should take that title from him and that's ilio dragunov i think if it's not going to be chad gable whenever ilio dragunov does get called up to the main roster from what i've seen over the past weeks and months with this guy with matches with with freaking uh uh with uh frick uh, i'm drawing a blank here um with uh, yeah. uh, Dijakovic or Dijak yeah, yeah. excuse me Dijak. uh with Dijak matches with Dijak matches with Carmelo Hayes like this dude this dude is 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 set in stone for to be the guy to dethrone Gunther you know like that's that's honestly Therefore, my take there's really nobody else besides those two names that is honestly worthy enough to take the title away from Gunther at this point so Brian I'll I'll let you have the floor your thoughts on this match your thoughts on Gunther's title reign And, you know, your thoughts about who potentially is going to take this title from him. So the floor is yours.
1: Yeah. Well, first, a fantastic match. I mean, yeah, that was, that was awesome. Um, So now, now that he's surpassed, you know, he is the longest reigning intercontinental, you know, champion, um, Yeah, right now, yeah, I, it's kind of hard to say, right? Because I, I think Gable, at, at least right now, is the guy to beat him. Dragon off, I would be, just you know, winning that feud as well. And correct me, I, I didn't watch much, but didn't they? I mean, they had their feuds in, in NXT Europe, didn't they? Dragon off yeah. and Dragon off was, was
0: the guy to dethrone Gunther for Walker. that NXT UK yeah. title. So to me, yeah. like having those two just kind of just makes sense from a storyline perspective. Uh, sure. It will do wonders for Dragonoff. you know, to de- obviously develop the story, you know, don't just have him go there on the first day or two and have him defeat Gunther in the middle of a Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. but build that shit and have, have him be the guy to deep. Cause it's, it's believable, man. Like a guy yeah. like Dragunov, who's done it in the past. You could tell that story within NXT UK it just and, and his style of wrestling and the style of his character it mm-hmm. makes it just makes sense man um yeah for Chad Gable it could it, it it has its it has its place with Chad Gable as well I don't I don't want to push that to the side but with Dragunov at this point the fact that Chad Gable has already you know went for this title twice I mean yeah he won via DQ and now he he lost center of the ring this past Monday with Dragunov man like that like I've seen enough Brian to 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 tell like this dude has it and yeah. a way that you can really captivate motherfuckers is put him in, put him in with Gunther at some point. Maybe that's not right away when he comes to the main roster, but at some point he takes that fucking icy tile away from Gunther to me. Mm-hmm. It's either him or it's Chad Gable. There's really no one else in between.
1: Yeah. I, I, I would agree with that, you know, right now as well. It, here's the thing with him whenever he loses it right because now you know he's the longest reigning one in history right
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you know if he's gonna lose it you know we got the the pay-per-view fast lane coming up but like if he's gonna lose his title it has to be at a at a rumble or a mania or survivor series like yeah. one of the bigger pay-per-views not, right. no, not
0: absolutely not yeah. a not a fast lane not a freaking hell in a sudden yeah no absolutely yeah a big pay-per-view and a big stage absolutely yep
1: so that that's my only, because I you know you could say well you know Fastlane's coming up, you know if you could push this out to Survivor Series, and have Gable win it there, I just don't know that you've since you've already started it now. Can you push it out another two months? Maybe,
0: maybe. Um,
1: and so that's where like somebody like Ilio Dragunov comes in where. Okay, maybe it's not Gable, and you know it'll go into next year, like I said, you know the Rumble or Mania or whatever. Um, but but right now, my personal preference is, <laughs> yes, I, I would say it's Gable, but it would have to it would have to wait till Survivor Series, you know, if if that yeah. makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then maybe down the road, if Dragonoff is the guy to become IC champion at some point. You build up off as that heel. I would keep Chad Gable as a babyface. Oh, for, for the sure. test of time. Now, I think. I mean, I think it's clear as day that fans, you know, want to be behind this guy. And I think, you know, moving forward, he has to be, you know, that guy, that top babyface that wrestling fans just need right now so Mm -hmm. if dragon off is the guy maybe if you want to do dragon off and gable i would freaking love that as well and yeah yeah you forget the match like we we know that they're going to deliver in the match but man i'm talking about a feud bro like to tell a story we've seen dragon off if you're familiar with nxt of how this dude can tell a story then Mm -hmm. that's that's good shit pal (laughs) right so (laughs) right right so we'll see we shall definitely see yeah with gunther no no doubt you know i don't know man i'm thinking more when it comes to gunther yeah they could stretch it to survivor series but i don't know man and who knows he's already the longest reigning champ so maybe survivor series is that destination destination to where they do take that title away from him but i don't know i'm thinking more maybe the rumble maybe they want to stretch this out till 2024 But definitely, no doubt. I mean, we we we, I think we can both agree that it needs to be at a big pay per view at a big stage because it's worthy of that. Regardless of how you feel about the title reign, it's it's fucking irrelevant. Like it's like, oh, the title reigns more, and it doesn't fucking matter. This title reign for how historic in the length of the title reign just needs to be uh, dropped at a big event at a big stage. Yeah. So. Yep. So we'll see, man. Uh, but props to both Gunther and Shad Gable. Uh no, finally, finally, they at least built this championship up. The prestige of the title actually felt as such for one it night. It did. Like the match,
1: right? You you had, I mean, these two guys in the match, right? It felt like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, just main event championship quality. Like it was. They gave them, yeah, they gave it had the feel,
0: right? And everything. So absolutely, yep. no doubt. So we'll see where it goes man we'll see you know who Gunther's next challenger is is it Chad Gable is it somebody else who knows I'm but you know we'll find out moving forward as we get closer to Fastlane as well as Survivor Series moving on into the fall and later of of this year
1: you know uh, Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler uh, you know they had a match Shayna won Um, I was kind of surprised uh, you know the the way it ended with, with Zoe being submitted, but the way it kind of happened where she, you know, kind of got back up two, three times, you know, she, it it didn't make her look bad. Um, Mm -hmm. so that, that being said, you know, and, and after the match, um, you know, they gave a little fist bump show of respect. Right. So either way this goes, whether it's, if it's a feud between Baszler and Zoe, awesome. If it's, um, if they start teaming up and it's a tag tag team champions, baby. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's been a, it's been a, a, you know, revolving door with the titles, you know, and, and a lot of it, most of it is due just injury after injury after injury. So hopefully, you know, if that's the way the route they went, like they could actually remain healthy, solidify it and, and be a. Because, man, those two as a team, I mean, a- already the most dominant team in women's you know wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, um, just, I'm excited to see where that goes, for sure.
0: Yeah, and I'll, and I'll briefly say something, too. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, that little sign of respect, it seems like that that's where they want to go with both women. Um, I don't know, man. It's just like Zoe Starks taking i don't know it, it was just it was a weird like i understand what the motive was i get it but like zoe stark had such a a really cool moment taking out trish and then the mm-hmm. very next night she's losing to shayna but i mean I, I don't know and her being a baby face out of all of this like I, I just don't think it's the right move because even in nxt it didn't work at all i mean guys go back and watch her as a baby face in nxt it it's it's not good and listen i like zoe stark she's done a lot of good stuff as a heel being with trish because it's had a place for her in this story with becky mm. but her as a baby face, man it's just that i just don't think it's the right move to do right now maybe because she's with shayna maybe it, it can kind of blur the lines i, I don't know um I, I, I would uh, agree yeah, with that's that the only that's the only grief that I really have about it can it work sure does it sound badass absolutely but just Zoe Starks being a being a heel or excuse me being a baby face it just I don't know if, if it's if it didn't really work well in NXT I highly doubt it's gonna work now like I like Zoe Starks to me needs to continue this heel type of shtick that she's been rocking with because she's done tremendous stuff with people like Becky and others. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think she's just ready for that. As good as she's been, I t- just from what I've seen from NXT and I know a lot of people don't really watch NXT. They didn't really watch her work in NXT, but just from that perspective, I don't think she's ready for that turn yet because I don't think that fans are truly connected with her. Sure. Cause that's the thing with baby turn, man. If you're going to go from a heel <laughs> to a baby face, right? We talk about MJF, right? MJF being the baby face, right? It makes sense because like, man, fans fucking love this dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hear his, his response when his music hits and you come at it. Same with like Rocky Maya via when he turns into the rock, when the rock was a heel, same with stone cold, when he's a freaking heel, and he turns it's, it's, you have to do it at the right time at the right place. And I feel like, yeah, with Zoe Starks, it's, we're just not there yet with, with her. Yeah. Uh-huh. But who I would agree
1: yeah. with that too, and 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 I understand. Like, I mean, Baszler really the only reason she's kind of got a face reaction is just the whole Ronda Rousey thing. Yeah. I think Baszler is far better as a heel than a face. So, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I, I know you know there was a the, you know, the stuff with Trish and you know Baszler, you know, took out Ronda Rousey, and now the you know the fans are behind her. But if you're if you're these two I think it's got to be his heels absolutely
0: yeah yeah for sure for sure um, and we'll see where that goes to as well as well as everything else with Monday Night Raw uh, for the foreseeable future of course we got Lane coming up um, I believe that's October 6th or 7th one of those dates I have to like yeah. go back and look at that but but that is coming up as well as Survivor Series I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, maybe seeds planted moving forward when it comes to Survivor Series. Do they do ward games? Is there going to be a a special survivor series elimination match? So uh, I guess we'll, we'll soon find out when the time comes. So,